6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Uh, so we were telling you earlier today the news about the border restrictions being lifted. American citizens and permanent residents who want to come to Canada for non-essential reasons and are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 will be allowed to do so starting on August Ninth, fully vaccinated travelers from other countries will be allowed to come as of September 7th. Also on August 9th, airports in Halifax, Quebec City, Ottawa, Winnipeg, and yay, Edmonton will be added to the list of Canadian citizens or ci- Canadian cities where international flights are permitted to land. Yes, great news for the Edmonton International Airport. Tracy Bednard is the Vice President of Digital and Corporate Communications. Hey Tracy, it's been a long time. It's so nice to talk to you. How are you? (laughs) Doing fantastic. Boy, oh boy, this must just have been such great news uh, for everyone at at the airport today. Finally get to have those international uh, flights coming back in. It it is it is such a big day. I mean, at that release, really, as you said, it was um, two big announcements for Edmonton because, of course, now we as travelers, mm. uh, starting in the beginning of August, can um, travel for non-essential. But I mean, the other really important thing for our business and for our economic recovery is allowing Edmonton once again to serve international flights. So it uh, it really was two big announcements today. So, Tracy, what work has to be done at the airport? to get back up to speed to get this happening to make sure it all uh, you know rolls out without a hitch yeah we, we have been working on that for months and in fact part of the advocacy that the airport and that our business community and local community leaders have have communicated to Ottawa is our immediate readiness so um, just as, a, as an example, all of our cleaning protocols, um, testing sites, we have a testing site that's already operational at the airport, understanding passenger flows, all of those pieces have been put into place so that when the government was comfortable that they could safely make this announcement, that there would be no delay in terms of the airport being able to serve our passengers and our staff safely. It is important to note that all travelers are still going to be required to submit a negative COVID-19 test result and proof of vaccination prior to arrival by the way of that arrive can smartphone app or web portal what what uh, what else will people need to know or maybe what are they going to see Tracy as we have more people traveling here in the coming months what do people need to know about getting back on an airplane getting back at, at the airport well, that, that's actually our focus right now. So um, we're, we're launching something called a Travel School 101 because for, for many of us, we have not flown for over a year and a half. And um, as we've seen today, um, there will continue to be changes for passengers and it will depend on when, when you're traveling. And that's all very difficult for passengers to navigate. So um, we have everything updated on our website where we'll continue to put out some tips. But just a few things to remember the first is because airports are federally uh, regulated masks are still required Mm -hmm. for check-in going through security those pieces if you're traveling to an international destination there are different requirements depending on when 
you're traveling. So where you're traveling. So what the government of Canada has announced is what will be required when you return into Canada. Mm -hmm. But it's really important for people to research the destination they're going to and the airline very specifically at their time um, to understand what they would need to plan for in advance. But as you said, uh, our biggest sort of homework that we're really asking Edmontonians to do right now is to download that ArriveCan app. It's not complicated, but you will need to put your proof of vaccination as well as your uh, negative code COVID testing into that app before you get on your return flight to Canada. What about uh, staffing and 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 because I know you know obviously things have have been quiet. Are we are we getting more folks back at work at the airport as well? Yeah, so if we if we look at if we look at numbers, you know, on an average day before COVID, we would see about ten thousand departing passengers, and you know, during COVID, we we might have seen you know, as low as three hundred and fifty on on a day. Yeah. We're we're already up to about four thousand or five thousand uh, passengers now per day at the airports. We're starting to see that growth, and that's allowed a gradual ramp up um, for employees, and and that's because domestic travel has started to see increases already. So, you know, from that perspective, this this more staggered sort of opening and resumption of travel does allow for um, easier transition for employees. But it's also why we can't expect to see, um, you know, all flights resumed immediately at, at, at any city that you're at. Um, airlines need to recall their staff, ensure training, uh, put those aircrafts back in the air that have been grounded. So, so that will be a more gradual restart and, you know, we, we need to look ahead to months as we look at the recovery of our U.S. and international services. It, it, it won't be immediate. Yeah, Tracy, before I let you go here, I, you know, I have to ask, I know that financially this has been just a, a huge kick uh, in, in the gut for uh, for the airport and there's a, there's a big hole to climb out of. Um, you know, moving forward on that front, I mean, I guess it's just, you know, getting more people flying, getting more airlines back in, but how do you, how do you, how do you work about climbing out of that hole and servicing that debt. Yeah, I think there's two two things to consider. We we have been able to maintain operations of, of very modified and reduced operations, and that that has been that has been difficult. We've cut operating costs. We've invested in no capital except what is required for safety, um, and and that's it's been a very difficult year and a half. <laughs> Having said that, we are optimistic about the growth of air service, and I want to also point out that um, that local communities in the region um, have invested in an air service fund that won't go to the airport, but will go specifically to advocate for airlines to come back to our market. And we also are working with the Chambers of Commerce, for example, uh, to engage our business community. What's more important than the airport's financial operation is ensuring we get these flights back so that we're enabling our businesses to restart and that we have a strong economic recovery for our region. Well, Tracy, an exciting day and a lot of people have been waiting for a long, long time for this one. And, uh, you know, it'll be great to see uh, traffic move again August 9th, seeing more people come in in September. Thanks for taking the time for uh, joining me this afternoon. Appreciate it as always. Thanks, Jalen. We're so excited. Thank you. Yeah, take care. Tracy Bednard is the VP of Digital and Corporate Communications at uh, the Edmonton International Airport. You can always find out more uh, more news and, and more requirements, what, what you need to know at flyeia.com.